Welcome to the Rediscovering Your Creative Self podcast, where you get a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation for your creative practice. The ugly color. When I was in undergraduate school, I had a color class. Of course, we learned the Munzel color system and we made color swatches and we learned about simultaneous contrast and all the things that are important when you're trying to study or understand the way the human eye and the brain understand color. But there was this one assignment that really stuck with me and is memorable and useful today. And my teacher said, mix up a color that you think is the ugliest, most disgusting color you've ever seen and paid a nice big swatch of it. So that was our assignment. So I went to town and started mixing up a bunch of colors. And I don't know if I could describe it was kind of a green mustardy and maybe you could call it baby poop green uh, color. So not very pleasant. And then the next day, we brought in our assignments and we went over them. We discussed them. She said, what I want you to do is I want you to create a pattern. Now, the pattern could be striped. It could be floral. It's basically a textile design with a step and repeat. And I want you to include that color along with other colors and make it the most beautiful pattern you've ever seen, something that you would just love to have either wear it or have it in your home, but you have to love it. Well, that was a challenge. And I thought, well, how can I make this color that we just spent a class talking about, how disgusting it was and how much we hated this color, make it something beautiful. And what I learned from that assignment through the problem solving of doing the assignment is that every color is beautiful. Because the pattern that I came up with, and of course we were using gouache at the time, and gouache has this beautiful velvety finish, is that I learned that color is relative to colors next to it. And it can change and radiate and complement and excite and make beautiful harmonies together is the colors that you use around other colors. The second thing I learned about that assignment is that when we go to paint, sometimes we get into a color rut, okay? In other words, we grab the same colors, you know, almost every time. And it taught me that to challenge myself, to push myself outside of my own comfort zone and my own uh, color palette rut, as you might say, is sometimes when I'm doing my my sketchbook work or studies, I will grab a color I may not use or a color I will go to the art store or online and I'll purchase a color that I may not have thought about before. And I will put that down as my first pre- predominant color. And then I'll work myself from there. Um, I worked up a background um, for a particular painting And I had this color, this tube color that I think we uh, originally purchased. It was like a kind of a minty grass green kind of color. I think it was for some extra stuff in the photo studio to go along with a green screen. And we had a big tube of it. And I said, well, I've 
got to use this. So I was just fooling around, playing around with the background, and I put that down initially. Then, of course, I'm responding to that. Well, it's kind of intense, so I want to kind of bring it back down. And I added some neutrals and browns and, you know, siennas and other things. And I think I added some uh, some lighter colors that were predominantly warm and an unbleached titanium. And I was like, wow, that's a really exciting, cool background. And at the time, um, we had a call for the Society of Illustrators had uh, what they call um, uh, postcards for a greener earth show. And they were looking for small works of art uh, that talked about what was going on in the environment. And that's the background I chose. I thought, well, greener environment, you know, I got to start with this one. I had to make this one work. So my piece, A Blind Eye, is actually done on that background where I pilled out a color that I thought, well, I typically wouldn't um, paint something with. And it ended up being a very interesting piece and a piece that also incorporated that color in a useful way. So when we talk about color, I want you to think um, as we move forward in the week and in following weeks, are you in a color rut? Do you kind of, you know, lean towards a certain palette? What about changing it up? And even if it's not in your artwork artwork, what if it's just in your sketchbook? Grab for that color. Many of us do these open drawing things online. I know I go to, um, I, I draw with a group in London and it is um, fashion designers that, um kind of show their their new collections and they have different prompts uh, for drawing and you can attend online. So I really love the, you know, outrageous costuming and things like that. And so I create these backgrounds with colors that I may not um, typically use. And I use that in my sketchbooking. It excites me as ideas for more finished works. So even if you don't include it in um, your own work that, you know, your your typical paintings and drawings and digital work, whatever it is that you do, your more finished works, what about picking it up in the sketchbook? I think it could inspire you to see that even your most ugliest color, the ugly color, right, could be exquisite, something you would have never chosen before in your palette of uh, choices for a particular work of art. So be inspired by all the colors that are there, because really, like most things in life, it's really not about that sole color. It's about all the colors that you can put against that color. It's the relationships in life that make the beauty. So with that, I say, Go choose the ugly color. And as always, create from the heart. This audio series is part of my Navigating the Labyrinth of the Creative Mind Patreon endeavor. The site uniquely intermixes self-reflection and personal storytelling with exploratory mixed-media techniques and expressive approaches to art making, elevating the creative consciousness and guiding each person on his or her own path to discovering the creative spark that resides within. Check us out at www.patreon.com slash 
Lisa L. Sear, and that's spelled C-Y-R. <laughs> 